Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for spending time with us today. It's I Hate It Here with the Peanuts Gang Gang. <laughs> hey, what's up, Fax? How you doing? I'm good, Mark. What's going on with you? Nothing much, nothing much. As you guys know, Fax is the man that knows just about everything about everything. He is Mr. Google himself. He is on the call with me tonight. And, of course, it's me, Mo to the G to the mahogany lot. Yes, leading the pack. Um, and later on, in a couple minutes, um, she's running a little late, but she's Miss Music Google herself. You know, she's the definition of blackness and she knows all things music. That is, of course, uh, the favorite or the favorite. You know, she's real specific. You know, she gets on my nerves sometimes. But anyway, she'll be in in a few moments. And uh, maybe, just maybe, we might get joined by our favorite spiritual ratchet, Miss Bunny Jones. Now, facts, honey. What you gotta know is, and I know you know, it's March. What is March? International Women's Month. That's right! That is right! You got it, bro! <laughs> it's all about us. It's all about us. We're just allowing you in our space tonight, okay? Because you know a lot of other radio stations, the boys, the stinky boys weren't even allowed to come through. Did you know that? I actually didn't. Oh, look who want to come through all late, late. Oh, and, and look who want to come through all second late, late. <laughs> and Miss Buddy Jones on the line, our favorite spiritual ratchet, and the favorite, the music historian, Miss Music Google herself. How y'all doing tonight? Good. How Good. Oh, where is the energy? Where is it? I don't smell the energy. Okay, I got energy for you. You ready? You ready? This I'm ready. Only in your favorite. And if I ain't your favorite, without Mo saying some smart for the like past two episodes, <laughs> hopefully by the end of this episode, I will become your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I'm bringing the peace, love, and the ratchets. Blessings upon you all. <laughs> y'all, y'all, I was just here harassing facts because guess what? It's, it's what is it again, facts? What month is it? It's the month of March, March Madness. Don't get smacked. Tell, <laughs> disrespectful. Them, tell the world what it is. Uh, it's uh, it's Women International Month. That's right. Uh, okay. I was all right. That's right. I was telling him it was all about us and that if you listen to a lot of other podcasts or a lot of other radio stations, they weren't even letting the stinky boys in today. Okay, so he got lucky that we let him in the chicken coop today. Okay, he is a lucky lucky. You should pat yourself on the back because you special special. Okay, because this ain't about you. It's about us today. Okay, and I want to talk about a few of the women that have made some huge strides. You know, recently, currently, okay, we need to be looking out for these women. If I'm not mistaken, we talked about her uh episode or two ago, right? Which we've only it's only our third one, so that was like, you know, yesterday. Um wasn't Lauren Hill the first black woman to go down? She was the blur first uh African uh, African 
American woman to go diamond. Yes. Exactly. That is stride. She making it up in the world. Okay. She doing things for women, black women specifically. Then we have Miss, we can't forget Miss Sarah Thomas, who became the first woman referee to officiate a Super Bowl. I mean, is that not here? First of all, it's 2021. Have we made it all these years? What Super Bowl are we on? I don't know. This would <laughs> be Super Bowl. I think it's uh, Super Bowl 56. 50, yeah, 56, like, 57. Something like that. It took y'all that many years to get a woman up and through here? Come on, man. I know I know. refereeing is not a, a female-dominated field, okay? I, I know that. But there are some out there, okay? You mean to tell me in all those almost 60 years... Nobody? You couldn't get anybody? Come on, man. We still having this conversation in 2021. Congratulations, Miss Sarah Thomas, because you you doing big things. And of course, of course, of course, we cannot forget our most famous vice president of the United States. Y'all know that woman name. What's her name? Kamala Harris. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. What's her title? Madam Vice President. Madam Vice President. That's what you better say it right. Put some respect on her name because she deserved that. All right. Miss Thing is making strides in the world. She getting out here. She letting them know black women. uh, Well, you know, she black and uh, South Asian. But she letting them know women of color. You know, we we run the world. Okay. We run the free world right now. So congratulations, Miss Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, who, by the way, is a, a black Greek, and you know, secretly, you know, peanuts gang gang. We love black Greeks. So, um, isn't she the first black Greek in the, in the White House? No, actually, she are you sure? Yep, who who was that title actually belongs to our frat brother, uh, brother Bill Clinton? Oh, that's right, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, you know, think about that for a minute. You're right about that. Mm. So never mind, scratch that one. But the point is, you know, she she was the first sorority girl in the black in the in the White House. So, you know. Anyway, just wanted to kind of give though, you know, throw some 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 female love out there because we don't give each other our our flowers while we're here. Hey, hey, we hey, wait- hey, 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 we got one more. If we're gonna talk about Madam Vice President. We got to talk about the former first lady who kicked this off, okay? The former first lady? Yes. Michelle Obama? Girl. Girl. First of all, I know her name, but... (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm just trying to figure I was like, oh, did she do something significant? (laughs) Listen, okay. Hold on, everybody. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Stop. Put put your put your guns down. All right. Okay. It just threw me off because that wasn't on my list. <laughs> I had a list. My bad. Okay. Of course, Miss Former First Lady, Miss Michelle Obama, who will always be our first lady. Okay. That is the first lady of all the first ladies. All right. 
She is the leader of the first ladies, of course. And it's not just because she's the first lady. She just really is just, she is a vision and she is goals, like in every way. She is my arm goals. Yes. I wasn't talking about physically, but whatever. Okay. She's somebody's physical goal as well. But the woman is, she's brilliant. She's well spoken. She don't get with drama. You know, she's just, she poised. You know, she, She's from Chicago, and you know she she's a city girl with a lot of class, and she is just somebody to look up to. You're absolutely correct. Of course, how can we not put Michelle Obama on this list? She's amazing in every way. Okay, and she found her a man that loved her real hard. I mean, I'm just trying to get uh without the shirt, you know, text messages. This got her a real man who became president. You know, good <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> you just your goals for all of us. So, of course, how could I forget her? You don't have to get ugly about it, you know, the favorite. Like, you know, you've been beefing with me for a minute. I don't understand it. But anyway. <laughs> I'm tired of this shade, y'all. Like, are, y- are y'all, look. I, look, y'all. I love, I love Mo with all my heart. Y'all see how she, y'all see how she come after me? Y'all see this? Oh, ain't nobody coming after her. It's a it's shady in here than the Florida palm tree. I'm trying to oh my god, oh my god. Anyway, so who are you guys? Kind of you know get you know feeling for International you know Women's Month? Like who is inspiring y'all right now? Who who who? Well, I'm gonna kick it off. So you guys know uh, I'm into politics. You know. I've been paying attention to everything that's been going on recently, but I'm going to give my props to a lady who definitely needs them. And I, well, not needs them, but definitely deserves them. I'm going to give my props to Stacey Abrams. Okay. Absolutely. You're right. Because she has, she is single-handedly just took over the political realm down there in Georgia. She has just flipped the game on his head. and She sure did. She, like, she's legendary status she is she kind of just got famous out of nowhere like where did this woman come from she ran for, she ran for governor and they cheated her and she's been she's been on the ground doing work trying to get people registered to vote and she she's a cold she's cold that's a cold woman that's a bad woman she is. I, I can agree with that. Absolutely. What about you, Bunny? Who 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 doing it for you for, for March? Women's, you know, International Women's Month. Who doing it for you right now? Um, hmm. I would go with my alderman. And that's hmm. the black woman. And she does a lot. That's who you went in. I mean, you went out. What was her name? Jeanette Taylor. Okay. I want to say, please forget the name of <laughs> but she's a black woman, and she is so awesome. Like, she does so much for our community, and, like, she's, like, a stand-up, like, citizen, like, an everyday person, you know? Like, she's not into politics. When you look at her, you, like, you know that she's not into politics, but she believes in our com- community so much that she stepped up to the plate, and she's making drastic changes to... Um, I can, and I commend her. So my hats off, clapping, get it, girl, a black girl. I'm with it. Mm. What about you, Faith? 
y'all gonna look at me sideways for this, but I gotta give it up to our mayor, Lori Lightfoot. But let me tell you, okay, because I know, I know a lot of Chicagoans got you know different opinions about her and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, they so do, they so do, but go ahead. But for her, as an African American woman, to be in a position like that. That takes a lot of hard work and patience because y'all know Chicago can be a mess, okay? Yeah. And, it, it, just off the strength of that, absolutely. And all the stuff that's been going on with society and justice and have to be a mayor over a city that's like was mainly attacked by number 45 and had, a, and had she been trying to handle that, my hat's off to her. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's it's hard. And yeah, it's already, and you know, it's our. And I feel like, as women, I mean, no offense to facts or anything like that, but you know, as women, I feel like sometimes we get the short end of a stick of a lot of stuff, and especially African American women. But you know, that's another that's another discussion for another segment because you know, I I got to tell I got to tell you all this uh, story that. Uh, happened with Lori Lightfoot. Every time I hear it or somebody brings it up, I can't stop laughing. So, uh, I think it was like her first uh, session with with the alderman. Uh, And uh, for all you guys who don't know, uh, it's alderman uh, Ed Burke. He was being charged with a whole bunch of illegal stuff that he was doing, like kickbacks and all that stuff. So, before all that stuff hit the fan, he was in the uh he was in a session with uh Mayor Lightfoot and he was talking out of turn. She stood up and said, When I want you to talk, I'm point to you. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, that black woman. I promise you when I heard that story and I picture picture how she said it and she pointed the gavel. When I saw her point the gavel, I was laughing my butt off. <laughs> oh, that's that black woman in her, you know. And I want to take some time because you know we're we're giving, we're celebrating, right? We're we're celebrating all women from all all different walks of life. You know, the po- the politicians, the artists, you know, people, even people who are doing things that they're not even getting notoriety for, right? The the little people, right? So I want to uh, I want to talk about this All Star Weekend for a sec, real quick, um, and and how. People forgot that it's all kind of COVID-y, and uh, they don't care down there in Atlanta. They doing their thing. Uh, live your life, boo. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I won't be there. Uh, so yeah. So let's talk about these <laughs> these people, these women in Atlanta, right? So if we're gonna celebrate somebody, we got to celebrate the young women <clears throat> and people who were photographed. Uh, partying and 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 driving these U-Haul trucks, baby. Why did they have a U-Haul? Because it wasn't no more cars to uh, rent in the city of Atlanta. Also, there were no more rooms to rent in the city of Atlanta. All the Airbnbs were gone. You know why? Because it was All Star Weekend. It was a wrap. Everybody was tired of being in the house, and they decided to go. So it wasn't nowhere to go. So what did these people do? These girls, they rented U-Hauls and they slept in them, and they threw parties in them. You gotta give it up for the, you gotta give it up for them because that is creativity at its best. You also gotta give it up for the young lady. 
okay, who went down there and she got herself a GoFundMe. <laughs> because oh, wow. oh yeah. She got herself a GoFundMe to raise thirteen hundred dollars, end up raising sixteen hundred dollars because she claims she went down there with a one-way ticket and didn't have a way home from All-Star Weekend. Now, we can, we, you know, that's how I feel about that is a whole nother discussion. But you got to give it up for a woman who know how to play her cards and got more than what she asked for. You got to give it up for them type of women. It's amazing what women can do under certain circumstances and whether that was a lie or not, because I believe it was. That's not the point. The point is the girl pulled it off. We have got to celebrate <laughs> our women and how creative and smart they are, even if it's crazy. <laughs> Congratulations, women of All-Star Weekend. Y'all lived to tell a crazy tale. Thank you for entertaining Girl, my that, life. They are the real MVPs for that. Cause they the real MVPs. I to get a U-Haul. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I would just be like, man, we we stuck in our, you know, we stuck. Then that's a wrap. Ain't no no cars to rent. Ain't no rooms to rent. These fools went and got a U-Haul. Jesus, I just I would have never done it. And I all just, them, and all them down there that was partying. I got, I got all I got to say is this: they were brave, brave. Cause I'm brave, brave. Okay, listen. You all star time is to go down there and get you a baller, honey. No matter by any means necessary. I listen, women of All Star Weekend, salute to you. Okay, for more than more reasons than one, salute to you. But I feel bad. But I'm I, not gonna lie. I feel bad for the uh, chicks who went down there and had. Uh, I think uh, one one was a a Range Rover, and I didn't I didn't see the uh, other car, but. Uh, Somebody took the rims off their Range Rover and they, uh, and oh the no, cars. they all them people went down there with all them fancy pretty cars and got all them tires and rims. All of them was stolen. Yep. Everybody got robbed down there. That y'all crazy, crazy for going. To, listen, I hope you had a good time. I hope it was worth every penny you spent and gonna have to spend on that insurance claim. Good luck to everybody who went to All Star Weekend at Atlanta. I, I love Atlanta. I just got a but, question. I got a question. I and some and somebody tell me we in a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a whole bunch of party in Atlanta, so people were just going down there for the parties because you couldn't get into the All Star game. Baby, I don't know what they did because I was in Chicago. Yeah, they, and my my house. Yeah, they, it was it was supposed it was supposedly some uh, NBA All Star weekend parties, but the NBA uh, actually sent out sent out uh letters of cease and desist to you know uh promoters trying to promote saying that they you know their event was with uh the nba all-star weekend and uh they said if they didn't stop promoting it like that that they were gonna sue so uh i don't know about y'all but i wouldn't want to be sued by the nba hell no hell no but you know we're gonna stick with this uh this theme of uh, women celebration, celebrating women, International Women and International Women's Month. Um, and, and I want to give a, a shout out to somebody that means something to me in my segment, The Buzz, because we talking about these things that are viral, that were viral over the weekend and people just couldn't seem to stop talking about it. You know, we, we got to discuss these things because they 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 mean something to culture. They they for the culture, you know, they. Oh, we have got to we have got to mention 
Miss the late great Miss Matt. What is it? Madge Sinclair. Is that her name? Maggie Sinclair. Sinclair. Maggie Sinclair. We got to mention her. Okay. She was uh, a character, Queen Elvion, right? Aeolion. Aeolion. She had a great name, baby. Hey, can't nobody say it. But we all know who she was. She was the queen of Zamunda and the first coming to America. And I, I want to mention her because she was the first image of black royalty I had ever seen. And I was pretty young. That movie came out in what, 88? I was born in 80. None of your business. And um, <laughs> so just know I was young enough to uh, uh, have have grown up a few years later once I could, you know, understand the movie and, you know, whatnot. By then, you know, you get this sense of uh, kids, black kids learn what the society thinks about them really early. You'd be surprised at what age you realize you were different. And and there's all types of intersectionality. You know, we're we're not even talking about all the other ways you can be different, but just just being black. Um, you know very early that you're black, and you learn very early what that means. And by the time I was able to comprehend this movie, truly understand it, and love it, um, by then I, I I don't remember before any of that. I don't remember ever seeing. I'm not going to say a positive black image, but a royal black image. And Maggie Sinclair was the very first royal black image that I have in my mind. And she was so classy, so beautiful, and she was so wise. She was way smarter than her husband, to be honest. Even though the king pretty much ran, you know, the country, the queen is where he got his wisdom from. And I, I salute to that woman. You know, we don't talk about her enough. She was gorgeous. And, you know, going from that, I kind of want to discuss Coming to America because that w- that came out over the weekend, Coming to America 2 or Coming to America um, is what it's called. But um I just wanted to start off with Maggie Sinclair because, of course, you know, she passed away. She was not in the movie, but they did give her honorable mention um, during the movie. Um, and it, it was it was a it was a beautiful moment, you know, because she played such a, a, a big part of coming to America, the first one. Um, and we really salute to her. She was she was very royal. Um, but let's talk about coming to America. Right. Well, um, well, I don't mean to cut you off, Mo, but. Uh... Just another tribute to uh, Maggie Sinclair. Some people may not know this, but uh, Maggie Sinclair was actually the voice of Sorabi in The Lion King. Of course she was. She sure was. And I used to want to name my kid after that that lioness. I, <laughs> I love that name. I loved her character. That's right. You are right. I forgot about that. Thank you for that. And also everybody but, knows uh, that, of course, just like uh, in Coming to America, uh, James Earl Jones played the voice of Mufasa. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we all know that. But I didn't put, I didn't make that connection that they both were in Come to America and Lion King. I did not make that connection. <laughs> I'm slow, slow. 
But <laughs> anyway, because <laughs> they work so well together, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in coming to America, um, we had some familiar faces, of course. If you didn't see it, and eh, might be spoiler alert, you might want to fast forward. But whatever. So we had some familiar faces. Eddie Murphy, of course, James Earl Jones, um, Sh- Sherry Headley or Headley. 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 Um, Arsenio Hall, John Amos, Louis Anderson, Garcia, Garcelle. What? How do you say Garcelle this woman's last Bouvet. name? That one. I figured it was say. I figured that. But you know, she still was very, very beautiful. And a few other faces that you remember from the first coming to America. Then they were joined by a couple of fresh faces: Leslie Jones, Tiana Taylor, Rotini. Hey, isn't he like an artist? Yep. Or something. Yep. I figured that because I'm like, I, he has a very different name. And I've seen that before. So he's like a music artist. Michael Black said, I was happy to see him, to be honest, because his whole thing is the whole African thing. So I thought <laughs> he's so stupid. I was glad to see him. I'm glad they did that. Um, Tracy Morgan, Lola, Lola Adamson, uh, Lunell, um, Elise Willis, and of course, Wesley Snipes. Let's take a second to talk about Wesley. But just a second, you know, just just a hot second. Wesley look good. Okay. Do anybody agree with me? Wesley look good. Wesley, nobody. Wesley, Wesley Snipes is a you know he decent looking brother, but I'm not gonna lie, he he's he was funny for his role though. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. But I'm just talking about how Wesley looked. Now, this this coming to America, those familiar faces, you know, this was 20, 30 years ago they made that movie, okay? So, yeah, some of the familiar faces are, you know, they have aged, and it's okay because everybody aged gracefully and it's a wonderful thing. But Wesley Snipes, Wesley looked good, okay? He wasn't in the first one, but Wesley is up in age, baby. He been around, all right? Wesley, the skin was flawless. You hear me? The man, his body looked flawless. Now, he had some fine costumes, and we'll talk about costumes in a minute, but that that man body looked good. Wesley looked good. He had his little pimp walk. Listen, I love Wesley's character. That man, he did that. I, I just That was probably my favorite character in that whole movie. That boy, he did that. Wesley looked good. But, um, Let's move on from the Wesley. Um, let's talk about a, a, a wonderful woman, right? Okay, Women's Month. Ruth Carter, Ruth E. Carter. She's the Oscar-winning fashion creator for Wakanda's wardrobe. Baby, she also did Zamunda's wardrobe. And when I tell you those costumes were amazing, baby, if you... <laughs> You watch that movie, you have got to love the African attire. Even from the month... So the sun right so he at first he started trying to wear you know the traditional stuff that they wear you know but then we kind of started to find himself he had his own little african style like i really love what miss carter did for those outfits she first of all just off of wakanda outfits alone like come on she never has to create again and i would be happy this this woman is a pure genius okay she's a, she's a genius the costumes are definitely worth your time um, but we can talk about uh newcomer Jermaine Fowler. He's a comedian who uh Eddie Murphy actually chose to play the main character, um, Akeem's son, um Lavelle. and Lavelle, right, instead of 
Michael B. Jordan. Now, we don't have to discuss that because it's really not, you know, that's not what this segment is about. But there was a pitch for Michael B. Jordan to play this part, and Eddie declined it. Instead, he chose um, Jermaine Fowler. I believe he did it for a couple different reasons, you know, um, mainly because he's he's an up-and-coming comic. And, I mean, Eddie's a comic, and he probably just wanted to give this new guy a chance to come up in the world. And, you know, for that, you know, you got to respect it. So, and, uh, um, and while we're on the discussion of his character, can we, can we, uh, you know, for Women's Inter- uh, International Women's Month, can we please show some love to uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's daughter? And I can't remember the other young lady's name, but uh, she was oh. uh, Lavelle Joseph's love interest. Both of them are very talented. We gonna get to that. You you skipping ahead in my segment. Demand your business. Mind your business. All right, <laughs> but yeah, so I but I, I'm mentioning him because I want to talk about the premise of the movie for a second. Now, listen, I feel like everybody got their different opinions about the movie. I feel like everybody should see the movie for themselves because um, there's a lot of positive and negative um, feelings about it, right? I'm kind of neutral, right? For me, it was nostalgic. But it wasn't Oscar winning. I mean, I don't think anybody expected it to be Oscar winning. If you did, you're a complete fool. Um, it was a sequel. Most of the time, sequels are not better than the the first movie. You know, um, the thing is, <sighs> coming into this movie expecting it to be as make you feel the way that the first one did. You, you can't. You can't do that. You'll never get that feeling again. It, it was just nice to see, right? It had its funny moments. Um, I did have an issue with the premise of the movie that um, Akeem uh, finds out that he has um, a bastard son or an Ill- illegitimate son, and um, he lives in America, and he has to go back to America to find his son and bring him back to Zamunda so that he can take the throne as the prince, as his heir. Um issue with that is he's been raising three amazing daughters um and the eldest daughter um because of zamunda's rules to you know they they only can be ran by a king right so in the event that a king passes away um the daughter would become queen and she would have to marry in order for her husband to take the throne as the king and kind of run the you know the, the country so the idea that the son's going to come in and be the heir all of a sudden and we don't even know him, it, it caused the issue in the movie. Now, I don't really want to talk about that because I didn't really care for the premise because to me, the premise kind of ruins the first movie. Akeem being um, a pure guy, you know, he didn't, you know, do drugs or smoke or or drink or, you know, for the most part. Um, and he didn't sleep around like his father and his best friend did. You know, he he was looking for a woman. He was a pure person. So to say that he has a son out of wedlock, you know, to me, it ruined the character of Akeem. It ruined the very first movie. Um, and it, it just and then the way they did it, it was just like, eh, I really feel like the writers could have dug deeper found a better way it it felt rushed it felt last minute it felt whack i didn't like the premise but once the movie got going and there were some pieces that i really loved about it but um going back to the premise and how 
this young boy came along kind of came out of this moment where Hakeem, Hakeem was like drugged, you know, basically date raped. And then, you know, whoops, she got pregnant. They didn't know it. He moved back to Zamunda with his, you know, beautiful wife. Um, now people have issues with this, right? Because had the tables been turned, Okay, Hakeem date raping the young woman. Um, yeah, this would have been a sexual assault case. Okay, so people have issues with how this occurred. I don't, I don't know why they even wrote this in the movie. Come on, now we're in the Me Too era. Ain't nobody going for this, you know. It's just, it's just kind of whack. But um, so that's that. Uh, and then we going back to the three daughters, right? There was a lot of girl power in this movie, but the girl power was pretty much outshined by Zamunda's male-dominated society. You know what I mean? Like, these three girls were ass-kicking. You hear me? They beat Wesley's booty hole. Okay, they they tore him a whole new butthole, and it was awesome to see um, these three girls kind of whooping on these men and I wish we could have seen more of that. It felt real Wakanda-like. You know what I mean? Like, I loved it. And I would have definitely loved to see that. You know, facts are definitely right. Those three daughters were the bomb.com. And those are my notes for coming to America. Please join me in this conversation. How y'all feeling about it? I gave y'all a couple points to kind of think about and then expand. Where, where y'all at in this, in the conversation? How you feeling about it? Uh, me personally, you know, I was seeing what a lot of people were saying about coming to America, some good, some bad. So I just decided to watch for myself. And right. I didn't know what the people who said that the movie was bad, what they were talking about. I liked it, you know, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And then it had, you know, a lot of uh, new faces, you know, to it. You know, a lot that you mentioned, uh, you know, it definitely it definitely talked about a lot of stuff. Uh you know, how, you know, you can start something or want to go into something with the best intentions and eventually you know, right. forget why you did it and some somebody or something has to remind you why you did it or what your original, you know, plan was. And, you know, we, it, I like the I like the family aspect of it, you know, seeing uh, Akeem and Lisa, uh, you know, 30 years married with, uh, you know, three children and, mm-hmm. you know. It, I I I was a fan. I'm a fan of it. I like it, and uh, you got to give you know you got to give big ups to uh, Rick Ross because he, the movie was shot in his uh, home. I heard about yeah, that. He got he got a and he had a small role, didn't he? He was a uh, one of uh, Wesley Snipes' boys, right? Yeah, he was a uh, he was standing right yeah. there next to Michael Blackson when uh, he first popped on the screen. Right, I forgot. I did hear that that was his house. Bigger, yes, <laughs> yes. His house is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all know that's my baby daddy. Well, your baby. What daddy about got you? Some money. <laughs> yeah, he do. I need to, you know, he need to pay me some of that good alimony if he gonna be with other women. That I mean, uh, Faith, what did you think about this movie? Uh, you know. Well, first of all, we got to give shout outs to Vanessa Bell Calloway in the movie, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know about y'all, but she still, that her role is still funny to me, okay? First, okay. Yeah, y'all gonna talk about me. So I'm the, I'm the little baby. So, of course, I wouldn't even thought of when the first Coming to America came out. But that's neither here nor there. Sure wasn't. 
Show but what? that's neither here nor there. So, in the first movie, you know, the whole bark like a dog scene, okay? I I still crack up to it to this day, okay? But for her to be under a curse all those years later, and still, <laughs> yeah, that was, that and still was, barking like yeah. a dog, baby, I was crying. Crying. But you know what? Speaking of that kind of moment, you know, being a submissive woman to the king or the prince or whatnot, like they were truly, truly bred to do what this man said to do and to keep doing it until he let them go. I mean, let's talk about Tiana Taylor for a second. I was kind of, first of all, she looks amazing. Let's start there. You know, uh, that those costumes, as we talked about, you know, a second ago. Yeah. how amazing the costumes are but she looks really good of course Tiana Taylor keep the body real snatched and she, of course she's a dancer and a singer and you know she she really rocked her role um but I must say I was I was let down by Tiana Taylor is a very powerful person in real life and so kind of watching her be like this weird submissive character it, I was like what's happening you know I didn't expect that um because she was supposed to marry um they were trying to hook up an arrangement for her to marry Akeem's son and Akeem's son told her to stay put I'll be right back and like an hour later she was still standing there you know and I'm just and it's it's crazy you know, that these women were bred to literally do what these men say, you know, and nothing well, else. I was getting ready um, to say, you can't be too surprised because, I mean, look what happened to her aunt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that actually goes to show you, which is one thing I do, I did like about the movie somewhat. It still continued to, you know, c- uh, have some original aspects. Yeah. But like you, I didn't really like the premise of the movie. Like, okay, Akeem got a bastard child, but it's like Akeem was really searching for love. That kind of messed up the whole thing. Yeah, it kind of messed it up. And then it was unrealistic for him because even though, okay, this mistake happened, right? But Lisa is such a strong person in her marriage, just in general. I think she was a strong, she had a stronger personality than Akeem, which, which is why they worked, right? But Lisa didn't even say, you need to go get a DNA test. What, what is, what is this? Like, you just desperate to get to find a son? Like, I mean, of course, in the movie, he was desperate because he feared for his life. But I, I was, I was shocked that nobody even said, hey, get a DNA test on this boy. Well, I mean, in a sense, <laughs> well, in a sense, it kind of reflects what goes on to t- today's society. I mean, there there's been there's been people out there who've been in that case where somebody just tell them, "Oh, you have a kid somewhere," and they just take the word for it. Not not saying that probably didn't. Not to say that nobody ever thought a DNA test, but you got to think about it too. If uh, in the King's situation, you know, he was just probably happy to hear he had a son. Not to take away he from was. his daughter or anything like that. And, you know, besides his life being threatened and stuff like that, but to have a son, you know? And then, no, I mean, yeah. some men out there, they they would just go ahead and want to step in into, you know, uh, a young boy's life because, you know, either uh, they had a good father, you know, growing up and they want to share that same experience or they didn't have a father at all and they don't want, you know, uh, a young man you know this to share the same experience that they had you know right. not a male figure there i mean there's so many ways you could take that 
But even though, it, it, but you know, even though the premise was kind of whack, I could see why they did it because it is it is common now. Yeah, it, 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 but it was also just a comedy, and yeah. you know, something like that would probably you know yeah. been too dramatic. Yeah. You know, the type of movie it was. But you know, and 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 staying on kind of the subject of uh you know international women's month and kind of like segueing off and you know with the sun situation let's talk about baby archie for a second do we know who baby archie is because i only got a few more minutes in my segment left and i really need to get this out i know who baby archie is do you know who baby archie is yeah i do okay let's talk about baby archie for a second let's segue into another woman who is making strides in the world right now okay the duchess herself Meghan Markle okay let's talk about it all right we got to celebrate this woman all right uh she going through a lot right now and and um we we all giving our our hugs and kisses and we reaching out and we sending our prayers to the duke and the duchess and um let's talk about it okay so over the weekend now I probably should have started with this because this is like the most viral thing that's happening right now it's kind of cray cray uh, so Oprah, let's okay, let's celebrate Oprah for a second because sis been off the air for a minute, but sis is still the queen of t- talk TV. And you hear pulling me? in like, these interviews, honey. Oh my god, she pulled. I mean, how many they said? How many people? They, it was either seventy one or seventeen million people watched this little two hour interview. This woman still know how to make a dollar. Let's we got to give those flowers. You can feel how you want to feel about Miss Oprah Winfrey, but Miss Oprah Winfrey still got it. It ain't gonna never lose it. That woman gonna die with a mic in her hand interviewing somebody let me tell you something the girl is about her business and she gave the interview of the century over the weekend honey and it was amazing you hear me you can't even get it you can't even stream it because oprah is that exclusive you got to see it when it's on all you can get is clips right now i know because i tried to find it the point is so and oprah interviews harry and that Meghan markle all right, she goes and interviews these folk. Let's talk about five keys. If you missed the interview, let me give you the five things that broke the internet. Okay, she broke cultural barriers. You hear me? Number one, Meghan Markle struggled with mental health and depression. Sis wanted to kill herself. Can you believe That's it? Sad. Did you know that? That's sad. This woman, she was struggling with depression. Because they were attacking her over there, okay? It was a lot more than she thought it was going to be, probably. I don't know, you know, when her and Harry was dating. I I don't know what that situation was. You know, I got my theories, but we're not going to talk about it. Um, She's over there, you know, and she marries this man. And, I mean, death threats every single day. No love from the royal family no support she can't talk to nobody she she's excluded from the world because she's a royal she said that when you become a royal they take away all your ids and passports and because you are not you anymore you're a royal and you don't get to see it she hasn't seen a passport id she don't need one she's a duchess everybody know who she is they know she over 21 she ain't got to get carded to get a drink or nothing the woman is she has no self-identity anymore. She is the Duchess. And I don't think she was ready for that. So she's, she dealt with mental health issues. 
and uh, she actually reached out to the Royals and she said she needs help. She, she knew that she was having suicidal thoughts and she was serious about it. And she asked for help and they, they ignored her. You know, they told her, oh, no, uh, you ain't going to be able to talk to nobody about this and we don't have nothing to give you, which is a lie because Prince Harry and a couple other people, they, they had mental health issues and, you know, they were dealing with some depression issues and, you know, they got some help. So why couldn't Meghan Markle get any? So this was key number one, broke cultural barriers. Okay. Key number two, there was a specific royal who had concerns on how dark baby Archie's skin would be, what that would mean, what it would look like. And they said that he would have no title and no security. Now, y'all, now it's very few things that shock Oprah. Okay. But when Meghan Markle said that, Oprah was like, hold up. Literally, her hands was up. Like, well, wait, 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 Megan. She, she needed the tea. She said, who said what? How dark your baby was going to be? Are you kidding me? And Megan like, no, nah, sis. Nope, that's what they said. And Oprah was like, whoa, who said it? And she said, you know, I'm not going to tell who said it because they told Harry and Harry told me. And then Harry actually said, yes, that's true. This actually happened, right? So she's not making it up, right? So uh, she said she didn't want to tell who it was because it would pretty much ruin them. I think yeah. I know who it was. I think I do too. Well, Harry said it wasn't two of the royals, so it's only two left. Okay. <laughs> like, I he mean, come it, on. I, I know he said it wasn't the queen. And, mm -hmm. was it, and it wasn't Prince William. Exactly. So it's only two more. That would be his brother and his dad. dad. It was his father who said it. So, yeah, that came up. The whole issue of racism popped up. Okay. So, key number three that happened in this interview that you got to know about Prince Harry's uh, relationship with his father is strained. And um, yeah, his daddy cut him completely off. I mean, everything. His daddy, uh, yeah, it ain't the queen, it's the daddy. The daddy said, nope, that's my grandson and all, but um, no, you want to lead a royal family? Yeah, be out all the way. Clip, done. So the money that Harry and Meghan is living off of is the money that his mama left him when she died. Yeah, so you got to know that. Uh, key number four, Harry felt trapped in the system or the institution of the royal culture because the royal culture is like to me it seems like a cult right and uh because they have rules and you can't break those rules or you get like excluded out right excommunicated They're, they will literally cut you off okay um so it's it sounds like a cult right um it's an institution they use the word institution or system um he felt trapped in it right and he says that his family members are trapped in this system um and what you gotta know about him feeling trapped is um oprah asked him if and this is actually that kind of goes into key number five point number five that megan saved harry right 
Um, now Megan is very, you know, humble. She says, no, I think Harry kind of saved all of us. You know, when I felt like, you know, I I was going to end it all, he pretty much pulled me out of it. You know, we all got away, but no, no, sis, let's, let's back up before y'all left. You saved Harry because according to Harry, when Oprah asked him, would you have ever left the Royal culture had you never met Megan? He said, no. I would have never left because I didn't know that I was pretty much a prisoner. He didn't know. Megan came and showed him the flaws in the royal culture or the system or the institution. He didn't know because that's all he knew. He was born into it. Megan came from the America. All right. Megan was on Nickelodeon back in her day. You know, she had a free life. She had she knew what freedom was. So coming into this world, I'm pretty sure she knew it would be, you know, her freedoms would be a little bit strained. Right. But I don't think she realized to what extent or how bad she would be treated. And um, Harry don't know no better. He's never been completely free. He, he doesn't know. He has a lot of money. He can do whatever he wants, but under circum- cir- certain circumstances, right? He's always guarded. He's always watched. He always has to act a certain way. He can only date certain people, you know. He, he doesn't know what freedom is, and Megan came along and showed him what that was, and so he feels like he was trapped in the system and that Megan saved him, Right? So those are the five things you've got to know about that interview. And after the, a few days after the interview, the royals finally responded, right? So the queen wrote a statement from Buckingham Palace. She says, the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan, right? So in this statement, you know, she has a whole statement and whatnot. I ain't about to read all of that. Um, basically, they're taking responsibility uh, for the racism claim, right, uh, about being concerned about this baby's um, skin color. Um, and they're going to handle that situation privately and that they're upset that their family issues were addressed in such a high profile way. And baby, this is the most high profile interview there's no more higher they could have gone than Oprah Winfrey, okay? They wanted the world to see it, so they got the person, the one person they knew the whole world was going to watch. Oh, yeah, they went real high profile. Um, and Megan actually talked about how uh, this culture, um, because the that whole handling thing privately, that definitely concerns me. And I think it concerns a lot of other people as well, because Megan talked about how this culture of handling things privately doesn't work or, or really exist in their family. And that handling stuff is pretty much, you know, privately is pretty toxic. Right. So the reason why they're bringing this to the forefront in public is because they tried that whole privacy thing. And basically the Royal family be like, "Mm, we don't want to address that. So you kind of just got to deal with it because we royals and, you know, it's, I mean, it's just certain stuff we're not going to address. It's it's part of the business. So you either deal with it or you don't. And you have to deal with it because you're in it. So eh, that's how they handle things privately. And Megan and Harry was like, no, nah, no, nah, because we're going to have to fix this. And I guess the best way to fix these problems is to bring it to the forefront so everybody know y'all business. So how do y'all feel about this interview? I mean, I know y'all heard about it. What, do you have any opinions about it? What's up? Bunny Jones, you back? 
you know anything about this this interview with Oprah? You kind of missed our keys, so you should probably talk last. What you think, uh, Faye? Like, what what's going on? How do you feel about this? First of all, I applaud them for wanting to bring it to the forefront because. Girl, I'm scared for them. But go I mean, ahead. I'm scared for them too, but I'll talk about that in a minute. I'm glad they did bring it to the forefront because it's another example of how racism is still around. And I that's and right. Also, too, it's it's eye opening to me because I never understood how they hold, you know, our hierarchy and stuff work. And it goes to show you everybody got family drama. Yep. That's right. What about you, facts? Uh I'm actually glad that they brought it to the forefront too because I think there's there also may not just only be family drama on the surface. I think that to uh, to degree is a generational thing because the way that's that, right. You know the way that his father sees things is totally different from the way that uh, his uh, you know the queen and Prince William see things, and it's different from you know the way the the queen sees things is different from the way that you know Prince Harry and. Meghan Markle see things and to be quite honest I, I'm actually if this was going to happen I'm actually surprised that it came from his father and not the Queen and Prince William because there's a whole generation you know between them so for them not to feel that way but you know his father feels that way that's actually shocking especially considering uh, before number 45 got into office he was always buddying up to uh, President Obama and Michelle Obama Hmm. Well, it's one thing, you know what I heard from this other guy years ago that I worked with. Um, it's one thing to be friends with someone of a different race and culture. You know, you can you you're you're I'm not racist. I'm you know, I, I'm not prejudiced, you know, I have black friends, but it's a whole nother thing to watch your child be with somebody from a different race or a different um, ethnic background um, because in your mind they're going to mix right when they have children and your child is not going to be full bred uh, whatever you are right um, your child is going to be your grandchild is going to be mixed and people have issues with that right so it's kind of um, the bloodline is no longer pure to them and you know? he probably didn't um, think that relationship was going to blossom the way it exactly. did so he probably in his feelings about that Exactly. You know, um, and, and my concern really is this culture of handling things privately. Right. So we even just if we bring, you know, the royal culture, you know, because I watch a lot of royal shows, you know, Rain and uh, a bunch of other ones. Um, I love Rain. It's about the Queen of Scotland. But the point is, that's neither here nor there. Um they do have a culture of not talking about things in public. You just don't do that. Um, but we also, that's such a toxic trait. You know, when we talk about even just the black family, the black family, uh, black culture, families in the black culture, and just really any culture. I can't even just say black people, right? Just people where things are happening in your family and then you don't talk about it. You just kind of sweep it under the rug. You don't deal with it. It's such a cult of, very toxic way to do things you know you don't want to uh deal with them head on um you know you, you got to keep it quiet and then the person that's having issues you know they're they're 
silently dying on the inside. You know what I mean? It's just, it's such a toxic way to do things. What do you think about this, Bunny? Do you, do you have any opinions on that Oprah interview that happened with Prince Harry and uh, Duchess? Um, um, I agree with Megan um, saying um, the favorite. Um, I feel like I, I really do commend them for both um, explaining what's really going on in um, the royal family. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> we've kind of seen it unfolding. Um, like, we never knew exactly what was going on, but we always had speculations of the things that may have been going on. And they, you know, proved us to be right. So I really do, right. you know, uh, appreciate them giving us the facts. Um, and I, um, I wish that, you know, moving forward, their lives can become normal, you know, after this, because that's a lot to deal with yeah. as an individual um, to expose yourself to the world in the way that they, they have, you know. Yeah. Well, they'll never be normal just off of the strength of who they are. But, you know, hopefully they can find some type of normalcy, some type of happiness, you know. Yes. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. So some type of peace. Because it's the fact is their relationship with his family is Mm -hmm. very strained. And Prince Harry, you know, he loved his family. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't want to see his wife killed the way his mother was. And, you know, that's a big elephant in the room. Of course, we all know that woman got killed, okay, (laughs) allegedly, because we don't want nobody coming after Mahogany Lot. Um, But, you know, he he doesn't want his wife to get hurt the way his mom was. And so he felt the need to protect, right? This is the mother of my child. I got to get up or get her up out of here. You know, this woman is very sad. You know, she either gonna take herself out or something else gonna happen to her. So he had to get her up out of there, you know, and I commend him for, you know, how much do you have to love a person to cut off everything you know? You know what I mean? Everything you were born into, everything that he's supposed to take um, from his bloodline, right? Who he is, he's the Duke, right? He, he, all that is gone. That's a wrap. He gave all that up for one girl. And I, I'm really upset with people who kind of throw the demise, the choice that Harry made to protect his family, you know, on Megan. Oh, you know, she come in here and she just, you know, this is why you don't deal with women because women make you do things you don't want to do, blah, blah, blah. That man made a choice and he chose the mother of his child over their royal culture. I mean, yeah, he had a lot of money, but really, really, what did he have? He had no freedom. That man chose a life over an institution. And anybody that's brave enough to do that, I commend them. I know it's Women's Month, but let me tell you something. That man deserves a medal because, first of all, I'm afraid for their life. Let's be clear. (laughs) You you know, there are just certain institutions you don't play with, and the Royals is one of them. (laughs) All right. Don't be coming after mahogany because I don't have time. All right. (laughs) I I don't have time. I'm not, this is all alleged. I am not (laughs) credible. I'm not a credible source. You ain't got to believe Jack, I say. What I'm saying (laughs) is, I personally fear for these people's life. All right? And I pray for the best for them. I pray for peace. I got to end my segment, even though this was a great conversation. So we're going to slide on out. 
to the jam. You know, I know, I know, I know the fave. You know, she always coming through with the with the music, um, Google diaries and uh whatnot. And I know she got some some women facts or something or something up her little raggedy little hip hoppy sleeve. Go ahead, girl. Raggedy. Well, listen, raggedy don't necessarily have to be a negative thing. I mean, Kanye West makes millions of dollars off her off his raggedy clothing line. So go ahead. <laughs> All right, y'all. Mahogany owes something today. What is going on, girl? What is happening? <laughs> she been coming after me for the past. Now this is the third episode. What is the? You know what? We gonna handle this off the podcast because I, I I'm about tired of it. Um, uh, it is uh, women uh, plus lady. Okay. Okay. I'm so in love. I. I gave her a compliment. I told you Kanye West <laughs> raggedy is not raggedy raggedy. It's million dollar raggedy. So, th- so that's basically that was the raggedy. <laughs> that's what she's saying. A- anyway, listeners, don't we just, this is how me and Mahogany love each other. We always gotta have a tit for tat. I, I do love her. <laughs> Alright, y'all. So on another, ep- another uh, time of ooh, that's my jam, I decided to, you know, do something a little different, okay? So, yes, please. Would y'all like to play a game? <laughs> no, go ahead, though. Facts, would you like to play a game? I do. <laughs> okay, so in honor of, you know, International Women's Day and, and Women's History Month, right? I decided to play a little game. We're going to call this Finish the Lyrics, okay? And it's basically on based on songs that's revolved around women and also made by some of your favorite songstress and songwriters. Y'all ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start uh, reciting a, a verse, right? And then at the end of it, you gotta finish the lyric. But I decided to be nice on y'all. It's gonna be multiple choice because everybody loves multiple choice, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, ma'am. The answer no, is ma'am. always C. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to tell you the, the title of the song or the artist. You're just going to have to follow the lyrics and use your brain power. Okay? I suck at lyrics, by the way. You would know. Hey, you don't know what you're good at until you try. All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. So the first lyric goes, holding me tight. Loving me right, giving me life all night, right? So is it A, telling me lies, making making me cry, wasting my time? B, I can read your thoughts right now? Or C, I ask myself over again, what am I doing wrong? Yes. Can you you say the lyrics right? I feel like I know them. That was so stupid. No, no, because that gives it away. (laughs) It was... So fail. I'm not singing it. You got to get the point. You just got to hear the rhythm in order to know. Right. <laughs> I don't sing. Oh, She's setting us up to fail. But... I, I can't sing this song because I, I, I don't have to falsetto for it. Oh my God. Okay, say it again. Say it again. Holding me tight. Loving me right, giving me life all night. Is it A, 
telling me lies, making me cry, wasting my time. B, I can read your thoughts right now. Or C, I ask myself over again, what am I doing? Yeah, I'm going to go with A. Is it A? I feel like that's her. I want to go with B. Yeah. Is that y'all final answer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the answer is A, telling me lies, making me cry, wasting my time. So, of course, the song is damaged by her. That's why I said I feel like that's her. That's my boo thing. <laughs> in fact, in fact, the lyric you chose B comes from "I'm Every Woman." Oh God! Of course, he mess up mess up the girl song. Jesus. Why? Why do we even allow him? The stinky boy on the on the <laughs> man. Why do we even allow him in today? Why? Because I'm the only one crazy enough to oh. y'all. Continue. And I oh <laughs> I don't like I don't like how he just talked to me. <laughs> oh my god. I'm the host. I'll cut you out. Okay, y'all. So I guess I'll sing this one because you know this is the jam, okay? You ready? All right. Every everything's so right. I just wanna chill. So Let's just dip up out of here. Okay. Ooh. So is it A, she's fine too, but I want you. B, <laughs> she's fine too, but I want you. Or C, oh God. that one ain't for me. I, I want to say it's A because yeah, I, agree. I think we all think it's B, but it's really A. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with A. <laughs> Yep. Okay, that's y'all final answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, the answer is A. She's fine too, but I want you. Yeah. I swear to God, I did play attack where I was like, she's five too, and I want you. So, of course, you know, that's actual lyric according to Rap Genius. And Lloyd has finally stated that is the correct lyric. 5 2 is because, you know, they just, you know, everybody just thinks he says 5 2. And the uh, lyric in uh, choice C came from Marcus Houston, that girl. Mm. Oh, I miss Marcus Houston. He was a good artist. Where is he? I know he married and stuff, but whatever. But go ahead. Anyway, not about All right. <clears throat> okay, so I got another one. I ain't gonna say this because I ain't got the falsetto for it. That's a clue right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so the lyric goes through the fire to the limit to the wall for a chance to be with you. Is it A, I gladly risk it all. B, I dedicate all my loving to you, only baby. Or I give you loving straight like an arrow. Mm-mm, I don't know that song. Say it again. Through the fire, to the limit, to the wall, for a chance to be with you. Is it either A, I gladly risk it all. B, I dedicate my loving oh. to you, only baby. Or C, I give you love and straight like an arrow. I think it's B. Uh, for some reason, I want to go with A. Me too. A. Okay, yeah. is that y'all final yeah. answer? 
Yeah. Okay, the answer and is A. I gladly risk it all. Yeah. Yes, it is Shaka Khan through the fire. Wait a minute. What? Do <laughs> Wait a minute. What was B? I dedicate all my loving to you, only baby. That's from Brandy. I want to be there. I want to be there. The original. <laughs> the original. <laughs> I want to be down with what you go. Shout out to Brandy because that is International Woman's Month. And Brandy is fine all the way around. Okay? That is a true artist. All right? I didn't appreciate her when I was young because I was really into Monica. And Monica's a great artist. But I got to give it to Brandy. As she got older, her artistry just got stronger. I just. This ain't about her. This was definitely Shaka Khan's song. But Brandy, I want to be down. She's a cultural icon, baby. Go on with Shaka. Go ahead. All right. And the choice C came from Sean Paul and hey, Keisha Cole. Give, give it, it up, up to me. me. Y'all remember that song? Oh, oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. 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 <laughs> Ain't gonna talk about I know, right? <laughs> I, she, I, I, you know what? I like the Sean Paul song better with Shauna. I really like that one. With Shauna, I'm still. What was love. that one called? Oh, I'm still in that one. Yeah, oh, I'm still in love. I'm still in love. Oh, the video. God. I used to love Darcy watching it with the dirty wine. Oh my! <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh God, but that is not what we're discussing. Oh God. Anyway, she was working. All right, y'all. I got one more. She was. Go ahead. Go ahead, babe. We messing up her segment, buddy. This you. I got one more. I got one more, and I feel like. Facts will get this one, and if he don't, I'll be very surprised. Oh God! Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Facts. I your whole <laughs> your whole engagement is based on what you say. It ain't even all that serious, but I feel like if he don't know it, he gonna be mad at himself. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have no fiance. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Oh my god. Yo, whole engagement <laughs> about to be broken up. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, you singled in the mug, dog. You better get this right. <laughs> I can't stand behind me. <laughs> she needs some milk. <laughs> she needs some milk. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All go right. ahead. The lyric goes. <laughs> If I told you that if flower bloomed in a dark room, who would you tr- would you trust it? I mean, I write poems in these songs dedicated to you. When oh. you're in the mood for empathy, there's blood in my pen. Better yet, where your friends in them. Now, is now does the lyric continue as A, I really want to know you all. I really want to show you off. B, we out in Abu Dhabi. We like to party. We don't cause trouble. We just ride Bugatti. Or C, the same clubs that I used to get tossed out. 
life got crust crossed, totally crossed out. Me too. That's it. I say it's A. I know the song. I don't know the lyric. Hey, hey. I just know the song. It's A. Yeah. That's our final answer. I could be wrong because I'm horrible with lyrics, but I know what song that is. <laughs> uh, you, is this your final answer, Mahogany? Yeah. All right. It is A. And of course, okay. it's Poetic Justice okay. by K-Dot and Drake. Oh, I love that song. Every time I write these words, they become a taboo. Oh, see? I feel like I told you he would have known it. Now we can stay engaged. Mm-hmm. Now we can stay engaged. <laughs> See, to- <laughs> I told you. I said that boy better get it right. She low key saying they gonna break up, Lord. But uh, the uh lyric for choice B came from "Party" by Beyonce and J Cole. Mm-hmm. And then the C choice was "Power Trip" by J Cole and Miguel. Y'all mm-hmm. remember that mm-hmm. song? It goes like, "You got me up all night." Drinking and singing love songs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am here for Bunny and his ad libs. Girl, and they, they hold like that. I love you. Okay. I just want to let them know that I hear them. They okay. do. Oh, they do. <laughs> but I swear she the queen of ad libs. And I love me some ad libs, but Bun just take it to a whole nother level. Like, it's so stupid. I you just be looking at her like, why are you more into the ad libs than the actual song? It's so stupid. I swear. Every time we do karaoke, she always on ad lib duty because she got them all. I don't care what song it is. Anyway, go ahead, Faith. But thank you for playing my game. I thought it was a fun way to, you know, express and salute the women out there. Shout out to those uh, female songwriters like Beyonce, her, Monica, Brandy. Uh, shout out to the late, uh, to the writing duo uh, Valerie and Simpson. Right? Which, you know, one of them died. May he rest in peace. Uh, who else? Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to myself as an aspire hey. as an aspiring songwriter, you know. You know, there's a songwriter that you actually didn't uh, mention. I'm actually surprised hey. you didn't say. Candy Burst. Who? Uh, well, the Candy Burst and mm-hmm. and Tiny. But you know, Tiny going through some things right now. But when I, I oh, we we're not, not going, going into that today. Oh. All I'm gonna say that is not international women's celebration. We're not gonna go into that, Mm -hmm. but I will. I do want to salute her for her songwriting abilities, you know. And then, you know, shout out to those to the girl groups too. You know, we need to shout them out. You know, like TLC, Brownstone, uh, Change Change Faces. Which, by the way, (laughs) part now. This is what I do have one announcement. Y'all, y'all would not believe what? what show is coming back. What? Unsung. And the first episode is the story <gasps> about Teddy Riley. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. And in the pre... I don't know, wait a minute. They, they, they went off, period, and coming back? Or they just went off for, oh, uh, you know, they're coming back for a new back season? For a new season. They have been on a really oh, long okay. hiatus. Oh, right? Okay. So they starting off, they kicking off with Teddy Riley, and I think it's coming on like in two weeks. I have to double check that, but 
Teddy Riley, Riley is supposed to spill some tea about, you know, Black Street, uh, a guy, and then what was the other one? Rex, uh, Rex and Effect? That was the other group that we had to. <laughs> it's called the Rump Shaker. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so that, that should be interesting. And they coming back with Uncensored, which is another, uh, which is about uncensored. Yeah, uncensored is another um, show on TV One documentary where they do a one-on-one up close and up close interview with certain stars. Like how they did the one. With oh, Jeremy. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. No, that that was unsung with John B. But the one they did with uh Nick Cannon before the whole um, incident with Viacom. I would have liked to hear that. I love Nick Cannon. I don't care what nobody say. I am a fan, and I wish I just wish he would look at me. Just, just, just give me one chance, Man, Nick. Just one chance. I love. I don't even like yeah, small, small men, but Nick Cannon about? is. I like his brain. Oof. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're right. He's small for me. Right. <laughs> you, I, I love Nick Cannon though. Like I, I just think he's so smart and so funny. And, and and he just he didn't came a long way. That man has well, grown up. That is a man. You, uh, okay. Wild and Out back on. Oh, I I love Wild and Out. I I'm definitely a fan of Wild and Out. Um, but I just love what he's done. He's given a platform to young comedians who are up and coming. And you know, I just think he is so he's done. He's so dope. I love Nick Cannon and just listening mm-hmm. to him. Outside of his funny self, right? Just his, he's brilliant. The boy is brilliant. I, if he could just, I just want one date. Well, just whenever, one, uh, oh whenever they start filming again and, you know, going on tour, uh, me and Faith getting tickets. So, you and Faith, I think yeah. all the peanuts want to get tickets. If y'all go without us, you will be getting there. You know why? Because, all of y'all well, don't, don't die. Well, we're trying, we trying to sit at the front with the tables and get drinks. So, uh, right. What you mean? That's fine. Uh, I'm willing me. to spend. What are you me. talking about? You got like me and Bud want to be in the back. Me. Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. I was about to say, I didn't have no plan in this. So, if you're going to kill somebody, it sounds like that's what's about to happen. I will. <laughs> I, I I didn't know. I would. I, I, this I, is a surprise date. Where? To me. Why, why, why are you for the, oh, okay. For the podcast. Why are you trying to get us killed Ooh. from the podcast? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, me and Bun go cut y'all out if y'all go without us. Don't you know? Don't another do y'all thing is, we gotta don't go do that. Yes, yeah, show if they start back. Like, we have to. In front row, that would be the only way we can go, bro. Have to. Front row. Girl, oof. <laughs> okay. If you can just get me near Chico. 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 I'm a huge fan of uh, 85 South Podcast. They are hilarious. Hilarious. And just so unique, uh, I, like how that started, like just dudes talking shit, bro. Like, y'all millionaires off that shit, and you ain't do shit. You sit on a fucking couch and talk shit in your sweats, whatever the fuck you wearing, comfortable smoking weed, like 
Genius. Genius. Hey, that's how a lot of songs are made, sitting on the couch talking shit. But, but, speaking about another person talking shit, right? Because I'm so, (sighs) I'm just so in love with this man's creative genius. So, first, I got my shows mixed up. So, Uncensored with Teddy Riley. He gonna be the one talking, you know, stuff about, about, you know, the groups he was in. But guess who the premiere episode of Unsung is? Morris Day. Mmm, that's gonna be good. Morris Day. Uncle Morris Day from the time. First of all, look. Okay, I gotta explain this to y'all because this is this is you know this is my forte. For those who don't know who Morris Day is, let me tell you. Okay. First of all, if you don't know him, you're too young, and we can't be friends. But go on. Well. That's why I'm about to educate him real quick, Mo. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. I'm going to do you justice. If you don't know who Morris Day is, you need to you need to get on Google. You need to get on these websites to learn who this man is, okay? First, this is a Prince protege, okay? Number one. Mm. So if you're a protege of Prince, that means you got some talent, okay? Because, you know, he wasn't about the Memorex, all right? Y'all didn't get that, you know, Prince was talking about, you know, people using Memrex at the time, you know, not really singing their songs. It really did. Girl, <laughs> that's when, that went over all our it heads. Really Just move on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Just like, well, I'll get back to that in a minute. So, and so he's also, he's known as the, as the lead vocalist for the time. Okay. The time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is known for their their antics, their stunts, and of course their music. I know y'all know the remember yeah. the song "The Bird," right? Yeah. So I'm hoping that he talks about the creative process that because I'm I'm just I'm just in awe of it. I'm just in awe. As you can tell, I'm really excited for these documentaries to come out. Yeah, that that's gonna be dope. And this Janet Jackson Lifetime thing project that's coming out. I heard about that. What is that? What is that? So, it's allegedly talked that Janet Jackson gonna be in works with working with Lifetime to do like a, I forget how many hours supposed to be, but like a docu series, you know, talking about her life and mm-hmm. you know other stuff that we always had questions about. It's not that much known mm-hmm. about it yet because it's still under wraps, but I'm excited for it because y'all know how I feel about Miss Jackson. Yeah, your baby mama and uh, your mm-hmm. future backup singer. <laughs> A big backup dancer. No, background <laughs> dancer. Yes, get it right. Because I can't sing worth the damn. And and I ain't trying to embarrass myself like that. I could I could twerk a little some, but I can't sing worth a damn. So, yeah. It's Miss Jackson if you're nasty. <laughs> but, but to end my segment, you know, because I ain't really have much to talk about. I got a bone to pick with y'all. Oh God! All y'all, how did y'all? Huh? Am I really the only one that that only that remembers Smokey Robinson having a frozen? Yes, you are. Girl! Oh my God! I thought this was gonna be a serious conversation. (laughs) Don't nobody know nothing about Smokey. What? What? Oh my God! (laughs) All we know is that nigga. Right, I don't know 
that nigga got green eyes, blue eyes, and he be cruising. And that's it. Moki know how to cook. Y'all better put respect on this man, day. Jesus. It ain't always about Patty and those pies. <laughs> Don't do Patty. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I, I think the baby Jesus, she got the mini pies that be on sale at Walmart for 56 <laughs> sometimes sometimes I what I said I, I, I appreciate it because sometimes the full pass be sold out especially on the holidays so when I get the mini part of version I'll be trying to save it. those two bikes <laughs> it'd be the best It'd be the best thing ever. <laughs> Stupid. I love y'all too. Nobody, I did not know Smokey Robinson was a cooker, okay? Yes. Like, I don't know. His stuff don't be selling here. How it's do I so know? Back today, of course, it's been discontinued, but back in the day, he kicked it off before Oprah. Girl, so how long ago, how long ago was it? Girl, I mean, uh, how the was favorite. we supposed to? What? <laughs> oh, go ahead and tell everybody my government name now. But you know, I just got caught up with that question. Like, I'm thinking that she's still active. Like, you talking about? Some... <laughs> no. And Rocky, she talking about some stuff that's been discontinued. Boy, girl, look, we don't know. Look, girl. look. Oh my year god. 2006 was a good year. Okay. <laughs> 2006. Well, I don't remember when I passed for breakfast yesterday. You talking about 2006. Yes, 2006. All right. And Girl. you can still you, you can still get stuff online though. I know that much. You can get it online there. Okay. Girl, I think I lost my virginity in 2006. I don't know. Okay. Know All right. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, I was, girl, I was too big like, trying to get that D. You talking like about what Smokey like did? For us. Like, I, I, I got something that was popular with me in 2006, okay? And again, I'm about to tell my age, and y'all about to tell, call me the little baby, but I don't care. You know what Frozen Foods was, was popular in 2006? <laughs> no. Them kid cuisines, the kid kid, kid cuisines, frozen Ooh, food with the little them. penguin yeah. on front of them. They had the little with the little chicken nuggets, even though they probably taste like rubber for real. But you know, I was young, I ain't know no better. I thought it was all with the with the mm. French fries and the little my brownie. Brownie never came out right. It don't matter what I did, like that shit was nasty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. We, no, no. First of all, easy bake ovens. Wait, like, did you? First of all, playing with them. That was like early nineties, right? Wait a minute. Uh uh-uh. uh Not in two thousand. Uh uh-uh, girl. No, cause you grew out. Of- what, what you mean? Easy bake ovens ain't never been out of style. They just re- remade them. And they they now make them for boys yep. too. Yes, girl, because they realize that little boys like to cook too. You know, when they become chefs, and you know, it's not just little girls. You know, they they made um an easy bake oven with like boy colors and stuff. Like they make little footballs and whatever. Ooh, and I mean, girl, I yeah, girl, girl, with dogs and shit, like. 
Girl, bad. Let me tell you something. I first of all, I was a big Barbie fan, and I still have an Easy Bake Oven in my girl. Yeah, and my my best friend. She bought me one a few years ago because I told her I was a fan of it. And I'm still at my little Easy Bake Oven. Y'all haters. Anyway, go ahead. I still like the Easy Bake Ovens. I wish I kind of had one. I, it, you know, bake me a little cake. They probably advanced now. You probably could it's an air fryer. That's what it stuff, is. Right? That's our easy bake oven. Girl, why First of all, to, why do you have to ruin everybody's? Why do you have why to be so like this? Really? Like, <laughs> why are you so angry? Like, dang, I was trying to relive my childhood, but who, damn. Who, right? Who For took real? your childhood away? The little boy pissed at us yeah, like, like, I was an outside kid. On. So all these inside toy games. Uh-uh. I was out. Oh, you tried it. I was an outside I was- kid. I just <laughs> love to eat. That's what my problem was. Shit. <laughs> I like to bake me some little cookies, some little cakes, mm-hmm. some little cookies. cookies, cookies. You know? I like to- Mem- cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little, I was a little hood child, you know. Thought I was a little gangster for real. I mean, I still think I'm, oh you know, God. I still kind of hard around the edges, but oh, you know. <laughs> well, uh, way off the topic of music. Thank you, Fave, for giving us the jam, the foolishness that came along with it, and letting us know that you was a little hood and a little gangster. But let's talk about the real gangsters okay let's talk about let's give us some get you know facts come through give us some women's history and uh and talk about the real gangsters of the world the politicians go yeah freaky ass questions y'all know that for everybody in this podcast for a little bit amount of time we in the money In the money. We in money. We in money. We are uh, one step away as of press time from receiving $1,400 stimulus checks. Ooh. $1,400. You know what I can do with $1,400? Pay your rent one time. Ooh. <laughs> First of all, no, 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 no. You and you and frequently asked questions of your lost your rabbit ass, man. Fuck the T roll. I just saying, you know, we could get a little more than fourteen hundred, but you know, go ahead. I ain't, I ain't. That's not the time for that. Not the time. No, but in all seriousness, so over the. Uh, over the weekend, the the Congress voted on the 1.9 trillion. Yes, I said 1.9 trillion with a TR on it, stimulus package, so that states can receive funding for schools and send kids back COVID uh, testing and receiving uh, help for distribution of the COVID vaccines, along to help the struggling Americans to pay their bills put it away to, for savings, whatever they want to do. It was a vote of 50 to 49. Uh, one senator was not there. It was a Republican senator from Alaska who did not vote. Of course, it probably wouldn't have mattered anyway because if it was a 50-50 vote, then the tie vote would, would have went to Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, which 
more than likely will follow what the Democratic Party wants, which is to pass the stimulus bill. So it was being sent back to the House because of the revisions that the Senate had made. And once it is sent, once it is approved in the House, it will go to President Biden's desk where it will be signed into law. And hopefully uh, the first stimulus checks will be going out next week. So uh, check your bank accounts, mm-hmm. check your mail. Hopefully your mail still is being corrupted. But yeah, $1,400 coming in the mail to a good portion of the Americans. Unfortunately, about 17 million Americans will not be receiving a stimulus check because of the decrease in the uh, in the uh, I don't want to say budget, but I want to say decrease in the amount of, uh, you can make uh, so in order to receive a stimulus check. Originally, the last stimulus check uh, you uh, only can make up to a hundred thousand dollars per year, and still receiving a stimulus check now it's down to eighty thousand. So about seventeen million Americans will not be receiving it. But uh, mm-hmm. as the pandemic go- continues to go on, it's, uh, it's improving across the country. Uh, as of last weekend, or this past weekend, I'm sorry, 75 million vaccines have gone into the arms of Americans. So President Biden's agenda to have 100 million vaccinations in 100 days is definitely coming close to fruition. So everyone stay vigilant, keep wearing masks, and uh, keep getting tested, and hopefully everybody gets the vaccine so we can be done with this pandemic. And that is your facts with facts. What about yeah. the female facts? Yeah, what's your female facts? facts? The female, female facts fact was that if uh, <laughs> the Senate vote was 50-50, then Kamala Harris would have came and uh, made the deciding vote. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that. I mean, whew. I got a question. I got a oh. question. So, <clears throat> I just want to go back to what you were saying about you know the Americans not being eligible. What was the um? What was the reason about you know the? about how much you uh, make if you made more that? than one hundred thousand uh, dollars as a single filer or two hundred thousand as a married couple then you would not receive a stimulus check but if you made anything lower than that as a single filer uh, at eighty thousand or joint filer one hundred sixty thousand or less you will receive a stimulus check okay so that's all that mm-hmm. is above my pay grade <laughs> right. So I just want to make sure my pockets are still getting stimulated. Okay. I just just I just want to go with a money reside. Y'all want to know something? I still haven't gotten the first one. So, like for real, the first, the second. What? You know what? I'm not surprised by that. Am I? Is other people? I'm not surprised. You're not the first person that says that. Yeah, like my sister. Uh, she has matter of fact, she hasn't got her. And that's what it's that's what it's based upon. Okay. Uh, when you filed your taxes, if you filed your taxes, so um, and that's another thing that uh need to be that needs to be clarified if you don't already know, because it is tax season in the middle of tax season, your stimulus check may come later than what uh it has been. So if you were in the first wave, uh, 
even though the the stimulus checks may start being issued out next week, you probably won't receive it until the week after, maybe later if you're in the first wave, uh, and so on and so forth. So if you receive a card or you receive a paper check, it's going to take a little bit longer than what you normally would expect just because we're in the middle of tax season. It sounds like everybody about to spam mm-hmm. the website trying to check their yeah. payment. Where the money was at? Mm-hmm. Trying to yeah, figure out where the, the money was at. Where the money was Where the money was I love him. <laughs> but shoot, the mail already running slow, so half of us probably ain't going to see this check till like three months later. Oh, God, I mean, I, I hope, hope not, not either because I got yeah, some I stuff need- I need to pay. I keep it all the way real with you, but, you know. Man, I'm trying to start a business. Yeah, I need that to, money. Uh, I'm just trying to do something super ratchet with my friends. <laughs> okay. So, okay, let's talk about what we're doing with our stimulus. Stimulus! stimulus. What are we doing? First off, can we can we just discuss how she said stimulus and it sounds like the ESPN Sports Center theme song? Stimulus, stimulus. Does it? <laughs> now y'all know I don't watch that, so I I don't even know. Okay, if I said it that way, it just came out like that. I don't know nothing about no ESPN news. <laughs> I don't know yet. Anyway, so what y'all doing with y'all stimulus? Stimulus. <laughs> you don't know. Okay, okay, people. Okay. We getting this money. We can't just mess around with it and throw it away. We got to do something with it that, that's meaningful because we all threw away them $600, okay? That's the ones responsible. That, now, I, that's responsible. I, I, so I ain't going to lie to you. I threw it on some bills. I didn't even feel it, okay? It went well, directly to bills. I got a plan with mine. I don't know if it's actually going to come to that point, but <laughs> uh, I'm going to use... I said I was going to split it like I did the first one. I'm going to split it. One half is going to go to this to this wedding. And the other half is going to go mm, to starting a business because I'm ready to work for myself and stop working for the man. The man. You know, because the men are the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stinky boys. Y'all always ruin everything. Allegedly. Don't nobody be coming after me, okay? I mean, I could talk I'm stuff. Saying. My man is on here, so he ain't gonna do nothing. So you could talk about him for the time being. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. What y'all no, got to do? I've been doing <laughs> this. This is not gonna I'm be don't... three on one. <laughs> it's always three on one. Stop acting like this ain't normal. Stinky boy. All boys stink, okay? Even when y'all shower, y'all stink. Wait, wait, the, wait now. I gotta get You come rock, car, across the mm-hmm. right gap and smell it good. No. You smell no, like that good cocoa no. butter. I'm not. No. That's no, that nigga, he smell like the audacity is what he smell like. I don't care what cologne he got on. He smell like audacity. Who, I don't like it. Boys are stinky. You. I'm so angry. Who made you this way? Who made you this way? (laughs) 
you smells like audacity. All right. They all smell like audacity. What do they always have? The audacity. He smells like audacity, okay? I I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you smell like. You smell like audacity. It makes me sick to my stomach. All right? My uterus hurt when you walk back. That sounds like like a first day period. That sounds serious, sus. (laughs) <laughs> I really, really like the audacity, Lord. <laughs> frankly, frankly asked questions. I'm so sorry. I, I was drunk and she just took it too far. I'm so sorry. She's not sorry. sorry. Okay, you should hear the stuff she's oh saying when you're not on when you're not around. It's horrible. It Look at me. <laughs> Look. About to, about look, to I'm about to create the breakup stuff. already. This was this is why when you a couple, you shouldn't be no, hanging with not. single people because no, you know. No. Nope. <laughs> we start drama. We we drama field. Yes, y'all. That's what oh wait. That's you right. You right. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, girl. That's my favorite friend. That's my favorite friend. Break I'm up out. with him and be. I'm out with <laughs> <laughs> Because. <laughs> because. 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 Clearly. Because. Clearly. When we played this game. <laughs> they was like. Frankly asked questions. You better get this right. Or else. It's no engagement. Because. Clearly. That. <laughs> now. I'm, I'm telling. We, we just want to add people to the single pile again. Break up with him. That's toxic. Oh, he didn't blink like, right. Damn, he see? looked at her way too long. Break up with him. <laughs> and and don't let your don't let your friend that be in a relationship be angry at their partner. Oh, baby. Mm. Mm. The, mm. the worst. Girl, he ain't no good. He ain't no good. <laughs> Let's okay. Since we talking about a little, well, we kind of off the stimulus part, but we talking about money, right? You know, and and relationships. Okay, so there's a story now. I I wasn't expecting to talk about the story, but we got a little time, so let's let's talk about it, right? So <clears throat> there's this lady. I can't think of her name. Somebody Google it, because y'all know what's gonna happen if I try to Google it. Now, there's this lady. She's worth. I think it's fifty-seven billion dollars. She's the third richest, third richest woman, woman in the world. In the Get the googling. Just divorced uh, Jeff Bezos, the uh, uh, owner of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes, she she just divorced this man. Super rich guy. Okay, she's a super rich woman, That's and she's book. now dating. Who is she dating? Facts. She's dating mm-hmm. a teacher. Now she's exactly now she's getting she has there are mixed reviews out there, right? So there are people who are like, no, nah, why would you sell yourself out like that? Like, well, how can you date somebody who not are even on your about? level? Blah blah blah. And then there are other people who feel the like her name, wow, like that's who y'all talking about. Mackenzie Scott. She's an cool. author, philanthropist, and ex-wife of Jeff yep. uh, Bezos. That's her. Bezos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Third richest one, richest woman in the world, and I mean, so how do y'all feel about this? Okay. I, I don't even want to get my pick. Go ahead. How do y'all feel about <laughs> this? 
I agree. He came up on no, the uh, not the chain bag. chain part. Let's saying? get the chain, all right? <laughs> Crazy. Man, bag secure for real. He, 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 how did you pull that? Like how what in what world <laughs> are you in the same place that this woman he is said in? The same like how did this happen? Yeah, Russell Wilson. That's how that's what you got there. I'm done, y'all. I'm so done. <laughs> Look, Russell Wilson and Sierra, I love y'all. I adore y'all relationship. Don't come after me. That was all. That was all in love and fun. But for real though, he said a prayer. Look, prayer works. Amen. Okay? Prayer works. He said the same <laughs> prayer that Sierra said to get Russell Wilson. I don't know why y'all laughing or trying to dismiss me off because you know deep, deep down inside. I'll be, I'll be putting you up on game. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to figure out what that prayer be like. Like, give me a template because Not I, a template, need, I need, please give me the prayer template because I need this, this particular prayer, God. Okay, Father God. I need what you gave them, Lord. And I'm not hating on they blessing because, Lord, that was a real come up for both of them. My God. Now, Sierra had it before yes, she met she Wilson. Do. But when she met, yes. met Wilson, Russell Wilson, this woman, she glowed Preach. different, Lord. Her skin looked look different. It's just, I want to have skin. I know it ain't just the you know, just the, the facial she be getting, God, because we know Sierra been getting facials, even when she was with Bow Wow, and the skin Ooh. just wasn't the same, God. I want skin the way that well. Russell Wilson gives her skin, God. I, the boy just makes love to her skin. Just give me somebody like that, Lord. Whatever the template is, God, can you let it fall in my lap, Father God? I just, I just want to be able to fill in the blanks, Jesus, Amen. with what I need, Lord. Just give me the template, my God, and in Jesus' name, I Amen. Who prayed for a prayer template? Who prayed for a prayer template? Well, well, Mo, <laughs> you better look. You up, Faith, because your prayer is oh, on the God. phone. Y'all gonna break I up. Mean, I, I can swear. Give you my prayer template, if you really want to know. <laughs> no, I right, want for real? his prayer template. Well, I it, want it, his it, prayer oh, template. I don't want yours. Yeah, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you need her. You need your hand slapped. That's what she you need. one. Say. Okay, maybe you don't. I just. You don't want to know, but maybe our listeners want to know. Fine. <laughs> What's the prayer template? Maybe I maybe I just need to hear it. Go ahead. I'm bitter. Go ahead. Okay, bow your heads. Oh, God. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I am not perfect. Lord, I understand that I, there might be times that I might go astray and there and I might want to make my own way. But I'm just asking you, please direct me in the direction that you want me to go. Now, I may not make the best decisions and I may stray away from you. But Lord, please keep me centered. Please give me continue to give me the 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 love and strength that not only that I have for myself, but given to a significant other that you see fit that should be placed in my life. Now, I'm not saying that he may be perfect 
and you know may have lots of money in the world but i just pray and ask you to send me someone that has the ambition stop 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 now we just talked about how Sierra prayer and the teacher's prayer (laughs) he ain't got Money in the world. I'm this only mode is off somebody's okay. prayer. <laughs> I'm not through. <laughs> Go ahead. Prayer. Here she here we she come with the church. Excuse me. Excuse me. My bad. My bad. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I wasn't even done. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Stupid. Ain't stupid. Uh, Go ahead. But Lord, I'm not saying that your plan is not is not fit for me, but it'll be in, in, in my wishful thinking that you send me somebody with some the financial being to support me right now. Ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. Even though, like I said before, he don't have to have a lot of money, but I I if you mm. if you want my personal opinion, please let them pockets be fat and plentiful. <laughs> and if you want to put if you want to put a payment on this Sally Mae stool loan for me, oh Lord, I'll be I'll be eternal in your debt, Lord. But I just ask you to please, please send me that man that would that would be plentiful in pockets. And love me unconditionally, mentally and physically. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh Lord. Now we, we wanna add it. I want to amend this <laughs> prayer, God. <clears throat> uh in the Roberts rule for I cannot stand her. I want a most I want to make a First motion to amend the prayer, God. I got frequently asked prayer. It is a prayer. <laughs> oh my God! It is well, a prayer. Mo, Mo, I think I may be able to answer your prayer uh, with the quickness. All you gotta do is just go on YouTube and look look up Sierra talking about it. I know it, it. It was a good conversation. I'm joking. I'm all joking. Joke, joke, joke. But um, anyway, that was good prayer. And you know, hopefully, we all end up with our our destined partners the way God sees fit. You know, we get put in the right place at the right time to meet the stinky boy we want to be with or girl, <laughs> in whoever situation. Stinky, though, yeah, everybody they smell good at least. Hey, hey, hey! This is International Women's Month. But Everybody who's not stinky, a woman is girl. stinky. Right, well, you know, right. some don't no women female. don't want to be. Look, listen, right. listen. You're we right. some women don't want to be women, so they stinky. Yeah. <laughs> Am I lying? No, you're and not. So I'm Mo. lying. I'm Mo. making that up. You're not lying, Mo. Okay, so if you're a woman and you don't want to be a woman or you feel like of something else in your head, if you're not a woman in your head, you, you're a woman in your body but not in your head, you stinky because you're not a woman. You stinky. Excuse me. 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 Exc
excuse sorry. me, excuse me. Sorry, Can we not get attacked by the LGBT community for that for that statement. Oh yeah, don't, don't. be coming, don't be coming we, after us. We, 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 we just, love y'all. We love y'all. We, we love you. We, we even love the stinky boys. Like we just be playing. It's oh my god. I like facts. Facts, you know, I love me facts, but today he a stinky boy and he out of the club. That's all. That's all. It's women's day. It's women's month, okay? We don't get enough love. We don't get enough love, okay? And speaking of not getting enough love, okay? Let's talk of let's 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 just you know I want to give a quote for from one of my um we talked about her a little bit earlier her right her is an amazing artist I mean you know she's only been out for a while she's been in the game for a minute she's been singing since she was like ten but you know she really made it big time in the last few years or whatnot. But uh, she said something so amazing. She did an interview on The Breakfast Club. I love The Breakfast Club. I'm not an affiliate or anything. I just I just support my black people when they're doing great things. And The Breakfast Club is the most dangerous radio show of all time. You know, all black culture all the time. I love them so much. But they did um, an interview. Well, Angela Yee did anyway. She did an interview with her. And her said something so profound, you know, I, I just thought I'd share it. She said, uh, she was talking about how um, she, you know, she went through, although we see her as amazing and beautiful and all of that, but everybody has a journey, you know what I'm saying? Learning about their self-worth and feeling beautiful and worthy and valuable and whatnot. So she said, uh, sometimes you have to know who you're not in order to find out who you are and I just want to say you know to kind of end this episode because it can go on forever and ever but um I just want to say you know women it is our month um give each other your flowers while you're here okay celebrate the little the little things we do the big things we do you know, the miraculous things we do, the big gestures, the small gestures, waking up every day and, you know, you're, st- you're, you're, you're cramping and you're still performing like you're not. Like, we have got to give women some love because we are the strongest creatures on this planet. Now, hey, you know, you, y'all stinky boys may be able to pick up big weights and whatnot, but you can't deliver no baby. And that's more painful and that person is way more strong than any other person on this earth. And that's what you got to know. And sometimes we lose ourselves. We don't know who we are. We forget who we are, you know, and it takes a lot for us to get to a point where we know that we are valuable and that we mean something and we matter. You know, black lives matter, but women's lives matters, too. You know, and, and I'm not saying men don't don't get it twisted. This is not being pro woman does not mean we are like not for men because we are, you know, we love our men, especially our black men. I love black men, you know, but our women, we go through so much every day and we out here pushing it and performing like we are not every single day. OK, so love yourselves, love each other. All right. And just know that. You know, in this world where women are second class and we fight for everything just to get halfway to where men are, I hate it here!
guys. Thank you for spending time with us today. Comment and follow us. Let us know what segments you like and what segments you'd like to hear. Help us grow and get better every wait, wait, week. Wait, wait, so wait, until next week, that, stay queenly, stay kingly. Hey! <laughs> you gonna enjoy this? Go ahead. <laughs> Catch you before you did all that because you was on. <laughs> but I want to give a special shout out to two special women in my life <laughs> to you Thanks, and Bunny. Bro. I love you. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Happy International okay. Women's Day. I love you. I love you too. I love you, boo. Happy International yeah. Women's Day. Oh, we yeah. love you too. I love you, Bunny. <laughs> this was such a Kodak moment. <laughs> My God. I wish you could just see how annoyed I am. Just... <laughs> I don't even know how this turned out to be a, so much a beautiful so selection, much like an AP selection. What just happened? Yeah. Ooh, I wish I had a tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But seriously, oh, yes, God. please, please. That was beautiful. Though. Oh, no. Please continue, fave. Don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, I also one thing I feel like we should do as women too. You know, you always we we talked about you know giving uh, flowers to these legends and stuff. You know, these women who make the impact in our lives. You, I think we should start with our friends and family. And y'all know how I feel about y'all, y'all family. So I want to give you your flowers while while you still here to receive them. Absolutely. I believe I, I agree. Start with your friends and your family. You know, them the ones who with you through thick exactly. and thin. You know, exactly. They know all your business and they help you with it. <laughs> the good ones anyway. <laughs> Instead of spreading it. You know. Give them people your flowers. Give them give them the flowers. We I love y'all. I love y'all. Now can I do the outro? Can we go yes. out now? Any more shout outs? Is it facts? Uh, is you gonna no, is you gonna interrupt for the men? Is you gonna interrupt? <laughs> oh my! Till next week, stay queenly, stay kingly, straighten each other's crown. Happy weekend, okay? Happy weekend, happy International Women's Month. 